All right. This first post reads, apologies to anyone who might have just witnessed a lady running down an alley in her underwear wearing baloney. My doggy escaped. I panicked. This happened in Allen, Texas. You know what? I can relate to this. You run down an alley naked wearing baloney? If my dog gets loose and I'm mid-shower soaked up, I'm running down the hall, soapy ass and all, to get my doggy, man. But what about the wearing baloney part? Well, she wasn't wearing baloney. That's what it says. Oh, wait! I think the intro is is wrong. So you see where it says, in her underwear wearing baloney? But the post says, in her underwear yelling baloney. Oh, that's the dog's name. So. <laughs> Little typo, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is Nosy Neighbors. I'm Chinaduanaka. And I'm Candace Thompson. And we'll be breaking down the most absurd neighborhood posts we can find on the Citizen and Nextdoor apps. But we don't just stop there. Oh, no, we don't. Where else do we go, guys? Everything is fair game. And we check everywhere. Check in between your toes. We check the nutritional facts. In your eyebrows. And mm. your scalps. Under your eyelids. Yeah, that's what the good stuff is. That wasn't a fly. That was us. That was us. We checked under your wave caps. If you feel a tickle in your do-rag, that was Chinadu. <laughs> Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush which we've done enough of in this ad, too, so let's get right to it. The new Moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money Maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. I was scared for a minute. I was like, what was she doing with this dog that she was wearing yeah. baloney? And baloney is the dog's name, which is a good dog name. Baloney is a, it's a funny name. I it fucked with it. It's a funny name. I like it. Baloney. Baloney. Well, shout out to Baloney, man. Hopefully he was caught. I'm a little nervous about naming your dog a piece of meat, though. Mike, you shouldn't name your dog Tri-Tip. Yeah. I would have named my dog Tri-Tip. Ham hock. Rotisserie. Turkey leg. You know? Yeah, a random guy on the street, kind mm-hmm. of a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Get the wrong idea. And he started looking at bologna like... What about tuna milk? I wonder if he tastes like bologna. What if that's why they named him that? And then, you know, next thing you know, it's my Easter dog. I think you're thinking about eating dog. That's why it's a concern for you. You're projecting. How about that? I ate dog before. Eighth grade, graduation party. A guy invited me to his house. He's Hawaiian. And he was like, yo, try this chicken or whatever. That's what he told me. And I tried it. I was like, oh, it's pretty good. He's like, it's dog. <laughs> no, it's not. Was it? That's what he told me. I, I, no, I got some, I spit it out. I felt sick. I never really noticed, but they had like four dogs, like little mini dogs. I'm like, oh my God. Is this a real story? This is a real story. <laughs> <laughs> so to this day, you think you actually ate dog? Definitely. The way they were laughing, because he from Hawaii. I think he was Samoan. Look, I don't want the Samoan community to come after me. I haven't Googled it yet. <laughs> they are big people. But this guy definitely ate dog. Ate dog? All right, let's move on. All right, let's jump into our first segment. This is where Chinadu and I discuss what is going on in our own neighborhoods. This is a good one. 
And it's, it's, it's doggy related. So oh, I said, great. Why not? Let's keep the thing. View Heights. Pooping on private property. Oh, no. We're going to have a lot of poop stuff. She says she arrived at 11 p.m. last night, and I encountered a lone female walking her dog who messed up on my grass. Mess, I think, is... Poop. Poop. A heated confrontation occurred. Her stance was, it's all right as long as she picked it up. My response was, it's not all right because it turns into a habit, an invitation for others. I watched as she left and crossed the street, allowing her dog to visit other grass. She crossed back to my side, entered a house about five or six houses down. A female walking her dog at that time of night in this dangerous time sounds nefarious. Entitlement? Question mark. What? Relax. <laughs> okay, she picked it up. Why are you outside anyway just staring at Don't you have things to do? She's just looking for trouble. You talking about why she outside? Why are you outside? <laughs> <laughs> if the neighborhood is so dangerous. And she thinks that that's going to set the standard for other dogs pooping on her. <laughs> if they see this one dog doing, a dog's going to be a dog regardless. A gonna it's going to poop wherever it needs to poop. It's not going to be like conscious of, oh, I saw a dog pooping on that lawn yesterday. So now I want to go to that lawn. <laughs> that lawn. She picked it up. She's doing better than 80% of dog owners in America. Yeah. She picked it up. Yeah. Man, if that was me, I would have I would have started a dog sitting business just to get every dog I could find to, to, to poop, poop on, on her lawn. I would have showed up with a gang of dogs. The whole dog pound. Snoop, Snoop. Snoopy. <laughs> freaking uh Nate Dog. Don't Nate forget dog. about him. I know he passed away. Lassie but... would have pulled up. Mm-hmm. All the pork chop from Doug. <laughs> Out of every dog I could find. The dog from Frasier. He's probably dead too. <laughs> All of them. Well, a pool that's to take a poop fest. I would have music, uh, milk, What's everything. The milk a dog, for? I don't know. Whatever make a dog poop. I don't know. That makes you poop, not dogs. Human poop too. <laughs> I'm a dog. <laughs> I would have three omega chapters. Everybody just pooping on the grass. Here's my post. This woman posted a screenshot of a text message that she received. The text message says, hey, and then she responded back with a question mark. The person that texts her responds back with, want to get some? <laughs> and she writes back, some what? And then the person writes back, oh, shit, who this? LOL. I was going to say dick. LOL. So then she posted, that's the screenshot. And then her post reads, stalker, I'm wondering if stuff like an ex work colleague inappropriately texting can be reported to somebody. <laughs> this person sends texts like this one and inappropriate pictures to all of my fellow female colleagues. <laughs> Any advice? Thank you. <laughs> Wait. Wait, this isn't a one-off? Apparently, this is happening regularly, and then she just posted this one to give us an idea of what he's been doing. So he does this and pretends like it's an accident? <laughs> yes. I think she's lying. <laughs> I'm on this guy's side. She's lying her ass off. I thought she was exaggerating, but I didn't think she was lying. I think she wants attention. Yeah. You know, it's all her steez. She probably had a couple of drinks with a few people on the extra app. <laughs> it's a good place to kick it. Or she really wants a stalker. And l let me tell you, yeah. having had one, it's not fun, lady. It's no picnic, all right? A stalker can be fun, man. You no, know? Chinadu. I had a stalker uh, you at, did not. at a job one time. Really? <laughs> It was this one teacher. She taught math. And I remember she was, she was eating she was eating chicken one. She's always like trying to hit on me, right? 
She's eating chicken and she's, hitting on you? No, she's always trying to hit me. One time she'll eat chicken <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a teacher lounge, right? She was, I was like, what you eating there? She's like, eating chicken. I was like, she's like, what's your favorite part of the chicken? I'm like, I don't know, I'm more of a leg guy. She's like, you don't like the thighs? I said, all right. Stop it. <laughs> I said, all right. I'll talk to you later. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. You Who hits like on somebody with chicken? That thighs? Oh, man. She did this regularly? Yeah. But it was a good laugh, man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> as long as the stalker knows where the line is. That's not a stalker, Chinadu. That is stalking. That is not stalking. I would never nap around her, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you wake up with a piece of fried chicken <laughs> in your crotch. <laughs> All right, this next segment is Neighborhood Watch. And this is where we dive deeper into the apps to find the best local stories. Now, how deep do we dive? Pool deep? Yeah. But like... Red Sea deep. Why just the Red Sea specifically? I think they have like spices and it makes it a little bit harder to dive deeper. That's how committed we are. Some cumin? Yeah. Coriander? Coriander deep. (laughs) (laughs) This post reads, a church burglary suspect goes from unmasked to a Batman costume mid-heist. A 25-year-old man is accused of stealing at least $700 worth of equipment from a South Carolina church wearing a Batman costume he found on the premises. According to an arrest report, the man broke into administrative building belonging to Anderson Mill Baptist Church through an unlocked window. Per the report, the white male walked across the hall into an office where he discovered a Batman costume. He then puts on the costume, goes into other offices, taking computer monitors and other items. In one frame, he appears to be drinking a can of Coke. He ultimately made off with two computer monitors, a subwoofer, a Sony speaker, a keyboard, a pair of Apple AirPods, a pair of Sennheiser headphones, and $25 in change. How many hands does this man have? It's <laughs> a lot of stuff. Well, he's Batman, so. <laughs> he felt very comfortable. He goes to that church. Let's just be clear about that. <laughs> Did you watch the video? Oh, Did you? No. Yeah, yeah. There's video of him, and he's he walks in, but... The first order of business is to put on this Batman costume, (laughs) which is the most ridiculous part. I'm thinking, like, maybe he thought, okay, I know they have security cameras, but if I'm a Batman costume, they might just think, damn it, we missed Batman. (laughs) (laughs) You know how, like, in the movies where the bank robbers put on cop uniforms to rob the banks, and he's like... Walking. Hey, hey, neighbor, how you doing? Put it in the bag, motherfucker. <laughs> <You're> like, whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, like, they would open it. They would see Batman, like, walking in the office. And be like, oh, man, Batman came by last night. <laughs> we missed it. Uh, they just turned it off. <laughs> like it's Santa Claus. <laughs> Until Batman just starts lifting a TV off the wall. They're like, wait a minute, zoom in. That's not Batman. <laughs> Do you think Batman goes to church? Batman definitely goes to church. You think so? Do you, no, there's no way he believes in God after his parents got murdered. He might not go, but I think he, he live streams it. He's Easter, Christmas. Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. That's it. <laughs> Easter, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Flag Day. Those are Batman church days. He's that guy to show up in church with his outfit is way too nice. That's how you could tell he don't come that often. The regulars, we wear flip-flops and T-shirts. This guy comes in a seven-piece suit. He was like, relax. We know it's your first time. He's like, can we sit here? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, wait, I reserved this whole pew for me. Mumbling his way through the Our Father prayer. 
That's why he talks like that because he don't know the prayer. If you don't know, Batman, just shut up. All that mumbling is very distracting. Give us this. All right, this next post reads, Doctors warn the milk crate challenge is dangerous. It's happening in Atlanta and everywhere else in America. The post reads, the milk crate challenge sweeping social media is dangerous, and doctors warn it could lead to serious injuries. They also warn that driving head-on into a wall can also... Cause brain damage. (laughs) Yes, we know doctors. Yeah. 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 You have to say stuff like this, because obviously common sense isn't, right? Yeah. It's not in play. People are still doing it. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you actually... It got to the point where doctors had to come out and say, hey, guys. (laughs) You know what's sad? This is dangerous. What? A lot of people are doing this for money. Like who's, it, who's getting paid? If you could do it, then you win, like, this big bag of money. That's the part that people aren't, like, realizing with the videos. Oh. They're doing it for money. Because a lot of you, you look at them, they're, like, 45, 40, oh. 50 or so. People try this. Let me go get some crates. Like, a lot of these guys don't even have, don't even have a health, or not health insurance, Instagram. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're just doing it for the mm-hmm. money. So it's sad to think about that. Some people are actually risking a broken arm to get money to pay for, like, their medicine or something. You right. Know I mean? like, but I guess that's I guess that's better than just doing it for the gram. Facts. She was like, doctors, you're the reason I'm here. Because health insurance is too expensive. It's too expensive. You're the reason I, I'm on top of this I crazy video. I pay for this. Facts. I wouldn't have so to So now be I here. have to break my leg. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to get health insurance. To get my uh, liver transplant. <laughs> a guy broke his knee. That was that was rough because like, he falls. And when you fall, like an embarrassing fall, you know cameras are on you. Yeah. No matter what happens to you. You try to play it off. Your whole body could break. You're going to stand up oh, for you're quick. Gonna... Your adrenaline will make you stand up. Absolutely. <laughs> so he literally stands up, takes like two steps, and then just collapses. Absol- absolutely. And then he just starts screaming for his mom. This man is like 34. <laughs> He's screaming for his mother. Mom, I broke my knee. I broke my knee. I'm like, bro, this dude took two steps on broken knees. <laughs> just so he could... Not look just the adrenaline got him through. And then <laughs> well, you know, we've all been in situations. Right. I remember one time when I was in, I was in gym class. This was my senior year of high school. Yeah, everybody hated me because I was A the teacher's, teacher's pet? pet. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Oh, so everyone just was. I could feel the energy like they hated staring at the back of my neck. Yeah. <laughs> this bitch. So we were in class one day. We were doing weights. I was putting a weight, a forty pound weight down. And I, I put it on its side and then just let it fall. But I misjudged where my foot was. Ooh. And the 40-pound weight landed right on, on my toe. big toe. And I was just like, I can't let these people who already hate me <laughs> now, see me lose right now. Did so, a lot of people see it drop on Oh, foot? I know people saw it. I know for a fact. Yeah. So I had to pretend. <laughs> that you were in the, the most extreme pain of your life. <laughs> I was just like, I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> And then I just, the slow, slow walk limp to the bath where I started crying in the stall. Your, your toe was purple. But yeah, I was not going to let those people, no. Enjoy that. No. I would have just collapsed and yelled, push up time. And then just lay still on the ground and cried, cried quietly to myself. Like, Chia, you going to do a push up? Yeah, soon. I'll do it later. <laughs> Yeah, that's the worst one. You're, like, in so much pain, but you're around people. Yeah, you can't. And so you can't let that pain get out, and no. so you're holding it in. Mm-hmm. You, could, you could burst a blood vessel that oh, for, for sure. <laughs> she died. She, yeah, she dropped the weight on her toe, but she died from a stroke. <laughs> well, <laughs> from oh. holding it in. 
<laughs> if you did the milk crate challenge in that class, they would have wait for you to get to the top and they would have kicked the Oh, middle. they would have snatched out one of the, the crates. So fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. They hated me. It's that light blue crate. You can't trust that crate, man. That thing is rocky. I mean, why they build it so high? They could have took it down. Just yeah. one crate down. And I think a lot more people would be successful. Would have been, but then it wouldn't have been as fun. Jay. Not at all, man. This is the best challenge by far, though, honestly. It is I've, the most entertaining. Oh, man, I cried a few times watching these videos just, just from laughter. <laughs> all right, this next post reads, a 29-year-old man rode a school bus to high school and was charged with trespassing. The man had been standing on the side of the road with papers and a binder when a substitute bus driver saw him and thought he was a student and picked him up. After he walked into the high school with other students, a teacher stopped him and took him into the office. Then police were called. The superintendent said, it is not uncommon for the substitute not to know any of the students. It was the most unique situation we have ever seen. Okay. This guy obviously has great skin. (laughs) School officials follow all safety protocols, but that a safety team will be meeting to address additional security protocols. You know what that means is going to be like? Hey, idiots. <laughs> if he has a beard, don't pick him up. Don't pick him up. But you know what's funny is that there was there was always at least one kid that got facial hair really early. Yeah, all facts. You knew, everybody knew a 14-year-old that had a full-on mustache way before any other dude in the school. Yeah, a lot of my good friends. I remember actually one of my homegirls, she had a mustache in fifth grade. Oh. Yeah, we used to call her little man. <laughs> that's not nice I know cause she was she was like the shortest girl in school but she was like she was a really good sport she was really pretty though but she just had a mustache you know and like little bad <laughs> she's still my good friends man <laughs> she still got that mustache though nah she ain't got the mustache no more no. she didn't grow an inch though <laughs> what up little man <laughs> shut up chin and with your big old head so this was a substitute bus driver. I didn't know they had substitute bus drivers like they had substitute teachers. Well, you don't think bus drivers don't get days off? I honestly never thought of it. <laughs> he was like, so uh, you want to be a bus driver, eh? Well, a couple of questions for you. Do you have a life outside of this? Yeah? Well, kick rocks, buddy. <laughs> because no days off here at the bus stop. <laughs> but it's so I, I, it's the relationship that I always had with my bus drivers was Uh-oh. that they're not, this is not, I mean, to sound mean, <laughs> but like they were just the bus driver. Like they didn't, they were nothing else. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> not in a bad way. That sounds I just mean that they were, I, I, they were always there. Yeah. They were always there. Like I remember when just through the snow, they were always there. Bro, no bus they drivers. did their jobs. They, they took so much shit from all of us. Like, they were invincible to me. So, like, for, for someone to take a day off, I was like, no, not a bus driver. <laughs> the bus driver is always there right. on time. There has to be, I don't know what the statistics are, but bus drivers' suicide rates got to be high. And no buses ain't safe for those kids either. <laughs> it's not safe for anybody. Those and it's definitely not safe for anyone's mental health. <laughs> those seats got holes in it. Half of them don't got seatbelts. Ours didn't have seatbelts. And I don't know if rules have changed. I mean, you know, it's been like maybe six years since I've been Mm -hmm. in high school. But um, (laughs) the rules have changed. (laughs) Six years. And you still didn't, you didn't like catch it. It was like, your face was like, "Uh uh-huh, go on. 
And I was like, oh, this fool didn't even hear what I just said. I caught you. I believe you. Um, But yes, (laughs) we didn't even have seatbelts. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if things have changed since then, but. It's definitely the same. Yeah, it's not safe. Ain't trying to buy no brand new buses. If you guys have crazy posts, make sure to click on our bio and send it to us, okay? You can find my bio on my Instagram at Chinadu Unaka. That's Chin, E-D-U-U-N-A-K-A. Or on my Twitter as Chinadu Comedy. Chin, E-D-U, Comedy. You can also find uh, Candace's bio at Jokes by Asshole. As a... How dare you? <laughs> Jokes by Candace. Oh, my bad. And click the wrong. link in the bios. And leave the story because we want to share your post. You hear me? We're excited. Candace is smiling right now. I can't wait to read them. Next up is our segment, Phone a Friend. This is where Chinadu and I have one of our very dear friends come on and tell a neighborhood story. We are thrilled to have this young man on with us today. You have seen him on Superior Donuts, and he's going to be on a show Craig Robinson has got on NBC Peacock called Killing It. Put your hands together virtually for the hilarious rail battle. Yeah. All right. My guy, RB. Thanks for having me here. That podcast magic. <laughs> you welcome. You welcome. Right. So go ahead, man. Just jump right into your story. Let us know what happened. Man, um, so I was just thinking about um the re- I moved to PG County, uh, which is right outside of DC. Is that uh at a young age. Is that Paul George County? That's not it's Prince George's County. Okay, gotcha. Only Paul George. Nigga, okay. you need you a new map. Uh <laughs> <laughs> You got that. You got that sloth in Normandy map. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, when I was born, my father was in the military. He's in the Navy. He's in Korea somewhere. So my mother, she left North Carolina when she had us. We moved to DC like six months later. And this is uh, this is the '90s. So this is a very tough uh, epidemic with a lot of uh, drug paraphernalia amongst the ground and syringes and stuff. Very tough neighborhood. And my mother loved the neighborhood. A lot of culture. It was very black. This one was chocolate city. So me and Terrence used to walk. My, my brother, I have a brother named Terrence. You have a twin brother named Terrence. Brother. There's two of you. I do. Mm-hmm. I have two. I have a twin brother. wasn't That wasn't a great choice for a mother. It was a bad mother. Today you get arrested for that. But she let us. She let us walk to elementary school together, holding hands by ourselves. <laughs> so you know, that, that's that's what they did yeah. in the late eighties. You just walk to school. You could you could ride the train. Yeah. You had yep. a bus ticket. Good luck. Yeah. She, she made y'all <laughs> yeah. hold hands so she knew the kidnappers was a two for one package. Right. Exactly. You can have both hey, of them. Hands, so they don't want two. She like you look. You gonna take one, take the other now. I ain't got time to be telling sad stories. So it was a very dangerous area we used to walk in, and my mother never wanted to leave. So my father would call back and say, "You got to get my boys out of there. It's just tough. It's you know, it's a crack epidemic and all that type of stuff." My mother never ever wanted to leave. So what happened one day is we were going. To, remember Arrow's uh, video store? Who Arrow's? It was called. It was called Errol's Video Store. It was before Blockbuster. No, it was a. It was okay, nationwide. Yeah, sounds very local. That sounds yeah, that sounds super local. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Errol's Video oh, Town is that what you called it? Remember uh, Antina's Casserole? <laughs> Antina's Casserole. You had it. It was before uh, Carl's Jr. <laughs> like what? They have, we had the. They have Errol's Video Store. <laughs> that was just your block rail. <laughs> <laughs> it was named after one person. Right. <laughs> Errol. Who, who the fuck is... Errol. Yeah. <laughs> and we lived up the street on this apartment, this two-bedroom apartment. And me and my brother were playing one day in the front yard, and we found a bag of money. At the time, I thought it was a million dollars, but I was a kid, so it probably was maybe like 10000 or something. 
We found a bag of money and we thought we was rich. And me and Terrence, we ran upstairs. <laughs> we say, Mama, we rich? This is great. We, whatever we said, my mother saw the, uh, what do you call it? The uh, insignia on it mm. was our neighbor, who happened to also be on crack cocaine. Mm. She knocked on his door to give him back his money. This guy came to the door, dick out, just straight up <laughs> naked. <laughs> To the door, yeah, right? Crack would do that to you. Uh, he was, crack would do that to you. He was so high, my mother threw the bag in there, and she ran out, and she walked, she ran outside with me and my brothers to get away from him. This guy cracked out, followed my mother all the way down, butt-ass naked, dick out, all the way to Arrow's video store. <laughs> <laughs> now, how far was, yeah. yeah, the video store from, how the, many the, blocks? from the crackhead's house? For a child, I'm going to say it was three miles. It might have been a block and a half. <laughs> But when you're running from a, a nigga with his dick long, that's like two days. <laughs> Time stops. Because ain't no telling what he gonna do with he's catch still you. chasing her. If you ask me, facts. <laughs> he haunts me in my nightmares. <laughs> Time stops. The very next day, my mother, we packed up all our shit oh. and we moved. We moved to PG County, Maryland, where I ended up growing and growing up most of my my youth and the influence. My mother said, "Cause I was gonna stay. The car I got stolen." Y'all have found syringes in your backpack. It was when I saw that man's long dangling, it, it, it made me decide I got to get the hell out of this city. That's how I moved to, uh, moved to Maryland. And my question is, is how much did your dad pay that man? Right. <laughs> to chase your mom down the street with his he's dick out. out. Look, I'm going to leave a bag of money with your initials on it. When she comes to the door, <laughs> just chase a butt-ass nigga. She hates that shit. I guarantee she'll leave. <laughs> Man, look, I'll, I'll leave a place, but, too, if somebody chase me butt-ass naked. That's that's scary. That's why I, moved. That's why I grew up in Maryland. That's why I know how to read. It's <laughs> because of that man. You got to thank him. DC couldn't read it. <laughs> find that man and thank him. Before we go any further, we have an apology, Real. Okay, um, okay. Arrows, Inc. was a video rental and electronic sales and you repair company up. founded in 1963, which included... Thank Video rental in 1980. By 1985, Arrows was a country's largest privately owned video cassette rental company. It was sold to Blockbuster Video for forty million. Are you in serious? Yep. Arrows no. was Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's when I first saw Eddie Murphy and everybody. I would go to Arrows. My mother would let us get one video every Friday, and I would get Eddie or Charles to get whatever. That's how I know. I ain't crazy. No, you ain't crazy. <laughs> we are gaslighting him. I keep forgetting that you... <laughs> I know. I forgot that you marched with King. <laughs> we forgot <laughs> Rel is 65. <laughs> listen. Listen. It was me. Hey. John it Lewis. It was, it was me. So, so Yo, quick call, call Michael. Michael. <laughs> uh, Augustus Wilson. <laughs> I said Arrow's video. So... <laughs> That's a real play. Hey, look, I, we we apologize. We're not too we're not too big on this show. Not to apologize. We apologize. Yeah, no. They had to buy one to get one free. <laughs> he was the first to do it. <laughs> now, how long did it take from penis incident to to movement? Like, how how many days did it take? Was it like a week? Uh, a month, a year. Man, my mother, she started packing that she night. Put in a, she put it for a house. I want to say like three days. I'm mean, not a kid, so I want to say like three or four days later. I mean, we was out. We was my, my tra- she was pregnant with my little sister at the time. Mm-hmm. Like we moved. I don't think we stayed another week. Another week, <laughs> we was out of there. She was like, "This naked man knows where like, I live." <laughs> pretty much. Well, look, we we, we ended up getting a house in Maryland, so I think my mother might, might have kept that money. So I don't know. Hilarious. I don't know. 
<laughs> How you go from a two bedroom to a to a three bedroom house? Hey, <laughs> yeah, she did. She's smart. Yeah, we didn't ask no questions. What are you gonna do? Go to cops? Someone took my crack money. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, can you put your pants on, please? <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, was he using and selling, or was he just a user? The details are sketchy, yeah, but yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. I but, but, but in D.C., they were functional crackheads. People, I don't know what you guys know, people go to work, do their job, smoke crack on a lunch break, go back to work, you know what I'm saying? Cracks. It was a regular was casual crack smoking. Crash your crack. Mm-hmm. What's your boy, Lynn Byers? He died from a cocaine overdose. That wasn't his first day. Facts. Right. Yeah. He just thought. <laughs> you don't own you don't own being your first time. Yeah. You got, you, got, you got to build you got to build up to that. Yeah, over overdose is when you think, ah, I think I really got ahead of this. <laughs> Time yeah. to take it to the next level. Like, you know, Hey, you don't try eight ball on day one. You just a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> you overdose when you stop using the measuring cup. You like, all right, I think I eyeball. Yeah. I'm gonna eyeball it. I got it. <laughs> I'm gonna eyeball this. I'm eyeball this. <laughs> you ain't you ain't put in that work. Well, that was amazing. Now, would you like to stay around for uh, our other segment? Yep, love thy neighbor. You want to stay around? Uh, do I have a choice? Uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you have a choice. <laughs> no, I, I, love, I, love, I love to hang out with my friends. All right, awesome, man. Well, we'll get right back to it after this break. All right, our next segment is one of my favorite segments. This is for the lovers out there. This is for the people with heart in their eyes and hope in their hearts. This segment is called... <laughs> <laughs> you, got a, you got you got another podcast coming? Oh yeah. <laughs> this is for all you lovebirds. Late out night there. love with Chinadu Unaka. Love thy neighbor. Won't you love thy neighbor? So Love Thy Neighbor is a segment where we check out what local singles are up to a post that went viral on social media reads I had coffee with a guy yesterday when he went to the bathroom the gay guy sitting behind me passed me this note and the note reads too many red flags run be safe girl now this happened in 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 Rails in Rails neighborhood Washington D.C. do you stay or do you run (sighs) do I stay or do I run (laughs) well I've been known to be a coward in my day, so I think I would run. If you were the woman in this situation, right? That's what we're talking about? If a gay man told me to run from a girl date, I'm getting out of there. He Clearly, he knows. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, clearly, he knows. <laughs> I'm the king of the Irish goodbye. I don't know if I know this. Like, I just, I just leave, and I don't say about nobody. That's what I do. Oh, yeah, real do that. Gay men tell the truth. <laughs> All of them. they just wise. <laughs> <laughs> They're wise, and they have a lot of foresight. <laughs> At <laughs> first, I'll be mad. This guy listened to our whole conversation. Too many red flags means he listened to at least he forty-five to minutes everything. of the conversation. For sure. You know how good you get at eavesdropping while you hide in the closet. I mean, come on, man. You, learn <laughs> you get paranoid. Who's talking about me? Facts. <laughs> I mean, you're in a public you're in a public coffee shop. What's the worst that could happen? I say stay. Yeah. No. What I think. What I how I interpreted this being a woman who has dated gay men. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure he was warning her about the dude being like gay as well. That's how I interpreted it. He gay. Oh. Girl, run. Oh. <laughs> run. <laughs> he knows the sign. Right. And we're talking about this is also in D.C., which has got a really heavily gay population. Oh, well, maybe he wanted the, the guy for himself. Maybe that could have been his, his so tactic. He, he was being sneaky with it instead mm-hmm. of politely asking, like, can I share with you mm-hmm. <laughs> or can I sub in? Mm-hmm. This man is sabotaging this woman's date. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. But then again, he could have just been, you know, a little gay guardian angel. Bro, what was the last date you went on? I don't know, bro. It's been a while. What's the date, Chen? Hey, man, look, in, in L.A., it could be anything, man. A trip to the mailbox. I don't know. I don't really, uh, you know. I hang, baby. I hang out. <laughs> I don't really date. You see how P.I. trained I am? <laughs> hey, good luck you out could, there, ladies. You could hear eyes rolling right now. You could hear my <laughs> eyes rolling. You get, I can hear people turning off the podcast right now. <laughs> I don't date. I hang out, <laughs> baby. <laughs> semantics, semantics. <laughs> now, what, what would your advice be to this woman officially? Should she leave or should she stay? And, you know, give this guy a chance or maybe just, you know, or even tell the the guy behind her, hey, man, mind your business. You know, I just, just I think it's rude to leave. You know what I mean? Like, who knows what he knows? I just say, hey, listen, she's she not feeling homie. She's like, all right, thank you for the nice night. I got to work tomorrow. You know, Candace, what excuses girls usually got to date? To get out. Like, I got to work in the morning. Or oh, whatever. yeah. What, I mean, yeah, like, what are the classics, Candace? I mean, physical ailments are always go-to. Mm-hmm. I got cramps. Yeah. That's a go-to. My, I got oh, a headache. Yeah, that's one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Migraines. Emergency, yeah. family emergency, mm. my mom. I'm not in a good place right now. Mm-hmm. Well, don't, 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 put, don't put your mom into it. Don't put your, don't put your mother into it. You know. no, no man no man's going to question cramps. I told my Achilles. Yeah, the key, the key is to bring up something that's so uncomfortable for them to talk about that they will not want to even discuss it. So yeah. cramp, that's why cramps right. is a good one because they won't even they won't even want to approach that topic nah, at all. Why? What's, what's right, so bad about right. cramps? I don't care. Yeah. Nope. Well, I they got want some, nothing I, to do with it. Like, girl, I got Advil. Come yeah. on, sorry. If you date me, it's better just to tell me the truth or pick an injury that's longer because I'm a follow-up. I'm the king of following up. You better lie to me to say you, you tore your ACL. <laughs> now you got six months before I hit you back. <laughs> but pull up to that little hotel. Thought you had cramps. Right. Why are you at this party? <laughs> you don't look bloated to me. I, I ain't going to dress for the occasion, too. I want you to know I came here just for you. I, I didn't come here on some, oh, it's funny you're being here, too. No, I came here for you. I'm become a pull-up in pajamas. <laughs> Rel, thank you so much. This was fantastic. Oh, thank you. You always deliver. Any um any last thing oh, you want right. to you wanna push for the people? Nothing, man. Just doing great. We just out here performing, telling good jokes and all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, just chilling. Nah, definitely. Uh, and where can they find you on social media? I'm real battle everything, man. I ain't, I ain't got no cool name. Right. You know what I'm saying? You follow him at real so. battle everything. Well, not everything. It's real battle <laughs> on everything. Oh, okay. Got oh, you. Oh, my got bad. You. My <laughs> bad. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Thanks, guys. Thanks, right, Talk to you later. Yep. All right, guys. Bye. This next segment is my favorite segment, as we all know. This is the Won't You Be My Neighbor. Now, before we begin, mm-hmm. before I tell you about the postcards, mm-hmm. I need you to go ahead and put on your cardigan. To all my listeners out there, 
Put on a nice cashmere sweater. Find your thickest wool socks. Your thickest cow neck. Oh man, find the thickest socks. Find, find those socks that feel like turtlenecks on your cat muscles. Now this post reads, teen raised $38,000 by cutting off his 19 inch fro and used the money to help kids with cancer. Kieran Moise? Moise. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But that fro is beautiful. So it might be it might be Moise. The last name is not important. Karan Moise. It's the spirit of this post <laughs> that is the most important. Kieran had been growing out his afro since childhood. And at 17, he was set to enroll at the United States Air Force Academy, which would mean cutting his hair. He decided to turn the situation into a charity event benefiting two causes. St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital and Michigan-based Children with Hair Loss, a nonprofit that provides human hair wigs free of charge to kids and young adults suffering from medically related hair loss. He initially set out to raise $1,000 per inch for St. Jude's Hospital and ended up raising around $39,000 total. He said he wants people to know that if he can donate his hair, then anyone can. He's hoping that everyone will be encouraged to go out there and commit their own small act of kindness. Well, Kieran, we thank you, man. And I think people don't really got to understand, this man's hair is gorgeous. It is Full. so thick. It is. Lustrous. It's like Dr. J meets Black Panther Party. Meets Questlove. Meets Questlove. <laughs> meets Pink Oil. <laughs> pink oil. <laughs> meets Pink Oil. It's one of the most luscious rolls. I have ever seen in my life. It is. <laughs> it's like foliage. It's I don't even beautiful. know having a fro like that if the Air Force Academy will even allow you to join. <laughs> no, if, they wouldn't. No, I'm saying they wouldn't let you cut it off. Boy, you better keep that. Oh, hair. I see what you're saying. Like, don't you don't you don't cut you that off for us? That hair. Well, you got you got a future. This is your future. <laughs> the future is your scalp, my future, my brother. You could be a TikTok hair model. <laughs> have you ever donated your hair? I have ever donated my hair? I don't think my wants my hair. Well, you got good hair. Yeah, solid. Can it grow as long as this dude's? Can it grow? He been growing 19 his since inches? He was a kid. And then you know, new headshots. Oh, bit my lip. <laughs> <laughs> new headshots are expensive, man. <laughs> can't just can't just look me right in my eye when I bit my lip. She saw the the pure the sheer pain. <laughs> in my cheek, I was like, ow. <laughs> He wasn't even eating anything. She thought I was having a stroke. You all right? <laughs> now, would you would you cut your hair for charity? Mm-hmm. How you mean like down to like shaved head short? I don't know. What's your definition? No, of you talking about new headshots <laughs> being expensive? <laughs> no, I'm not doing that for charity. Wow, What's charity ever done for me? <laughs> Boo! <laughs> I would cut off some of my hair You're for charity. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a woman. Well, we want to thank Karen Moise for uh, being such a good-hearted person and donating his follicles to the people that need it most. At the age of 17, man, that means his future is going to be oh, yeah. very, very bright. Good luck. He had a 19-inch afro, and he's about to get 19 inches of karma. Good karma. And he's headed to the United States Air Force Academy to give even more of his time. So we wish you the best of luck, and hopefully your hair grow back even thicker and fuller and longer than before. And we preemptively thank you for your service. 
Wow, what another great episode, Candice. What did you learn today? Man, mm. I learned that people are getting paid to do the milk crate challenges. You know that? I did not know that. I thought people were just breaking their necks for, for the free, gram. Huh? Yeah. For free? Yep. That's what you thought? I did. The young ones are probably doing it for free. For free. Anybody up there 30 and above is trying to make it's rent. Trying to, <laughs> it's trying to come up. They're trying to make rent. Trying to pick up some crates on my way home. <laughs> right. They're they trying to pay for the Where other broken leg. Where do you get crates leg. from? You just can stop at the grocery store and be like, where your cra- extra crates at? Yeah, like I broke my leg last year. I'm still trying to pay the bill. So I'm risking this leg <laughs> to do it. What about you? Me? Let's see. What did I learn today? I learned putting a Batman costume on won't get the authorities off your trail. It's sounding like a brilliant idea. You would think you would just trust Batman after all the movies we've seen him mm-hmm. just doing good. Mm-hmm. But no, they are still going to watch the full security tape. So if you're thinking about robbing the place, Batman's not working. Nope. I suggest try the Joker. Winnie the Pooh. Everybody loves Winnie. <laughs> Now, next episode is coming to everyone a day early. Let me tell you why, Candace. Why? Why, Trinity? Please tell us. <laughs> Enlighten us. Next Thursday is Thanksgiving. Is it? Yes. And we don't want our listeners to be listening to us on a family holiday. Although you guys are also family. You're going to be laughing when you listen to this instead of arguing with your family. Yeah, you're going to be looking all crazy yeah. to your grandma. She don't know what a podcast is. Yeah, no. So get get the laughs in the day before and save the, the holiday for your family time arguments. Also, the laughs helps you burn calories to make room for the turkey. The turkey and the stuffing and the sweet potatoes. All that jazz. To our dear nosy neighbors crew, you guys enjoy your holiday. And have a happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving. And think of us when you're busting out of your pants. Well, that's another episode of Nosy Neighbors. Make sure you guys follow Jost by Candice and myself at Chinadu Knock on Instagram and Chinadu Comedy on Twitter. Other than that, download my comedy album, Mostly Kidding, and we will see you next week. Nosy Neighbors comes out every Thursday, only on Spotify. Be sure to hit that follow button on Spotify so you never miss an episode. Nosy Neighbors with me, Candace Thompson. And me, Chenna Duanaka. Is a Spotify original podcast. We executive produce the show. Thank you to our lead producer, Allison Johnson, and our producer, Tiara Darnell. Matthew Cellelli edits the show. Cornelia Stradwick does writing and research for us. Our executive producer from Spotify is Gina Delvec. And special thanks to Robert Adler, Dan Behar, Casey Simonson, and Kelly Kyle. Make sure to follow Nosy Neighbors only on Spotify.